Thanks for joining us for today's episode of The Capitalist Investor. You got Mark, D, and Luke. Mark, you're back. Dude, it's, Finally, been, it's, been, it's like been a long time. <laughs> I thought I retired. <laughs> I guess not. I'm back. You're back. I feel like working. Mark, you're going to be one of those guys who never retire. You're going to be like going to 80 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's just hope I'm, if I do decide to do that, which I doubt, let's, <laughs> let's hope I'm actually a valuable asset and not a time suck. Because <laughs> there's a lot of people who stay too long, like past their welcome and they start to suck value out of the room rather mm-hmm. than adding it. I can think of one person in particular. I won't say names. I just can't see it, Mark. I can't see you not sucking the sucking life out of people. Life out of people. <laughs> I can't see that. Uh, All right. So uh, you, we came up with a few topics for today's show, but guys, I got to rip the script up and we got to talk professional golf. Okay, let's do it. We have to talk professional <laughs> golf. We might still use it, so don't, don't really rip it up. Um, dude, I... This whole live golf tour, not to be confused with club live, which I believe is uh, on the first floor of Fountain Blue in Miami, <laughs> yeah. um, is competing with the PGA Tour, and it is poaching some big name golfers like Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, like Bryce, is- Bryson was announced this morning as a for sure or for a possibility sure. playing next Dude, week. So all right. I want to talk about this. D, you know the details on it. But before we get into that, you know, I want to, I, eventually I want to know, hopefully by the end of our discussion today, do we think this is going to go the way of the USFL, which tried competing against the NFL back, what, in the mid-80s, was it? Yep. <clears throat> Jim Kelly was a US, USFL guy. Okay. Yep. Which then became defunct, mm-hmm. which I believe exists again, maybe. I don't know. What is the yeah? It's the new one, right? It came back. But it's not the same. It, league. I'm pretty yeah. sure. They just use the same. I'm pretty letters. sure. The XFL is hanging around. <laughs> really? That goes out of business every other year. Yeah, the Rock owns it now. The Rock does. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Crazy that Vince McMahon couldn't get it to work. Well, I think he started and then COVID the NFL hit is too big. I just backed uh, out. It's impossible to compete against NFL. It, yeah, it's too much money. But, but how do you compete against the PGA Tour? Like, dude, that. That has been the gold standard for golf. Like, but I think there's people, a different dude, market. People watch the Masters is probably the second biggest, most televised event of the year after the Super Bowl. But do you guys agree with that? I don't know. The, on, the, I don't know the ratings, but that's got to be tr- a true statement, right? Oh yeah, a- absolutely. The Masters is definitely the most watched golf tournament of the year. Yeah, but it's got to be the most watched sporting event outside of the Super Bowl. I think. I would say probably not. No, no, be, because not, yeah. you only you don't have. I'll say my generation, the younger generations, like watching golf. You just don't. So like people in their twenties, thirties, forties, even like people don't start watching golf. I'd say most of the time until like their late forties. Yeah, but there's several days of of the tournament, right? And I don't know, man. I think people flicking through the channels are likely to stop for at least an hour, yeah. and le- you know, may- maybe that's but just then, me. now. Now the one thing they they might have going for them that like the XFL and USFL, whatever it's called. Um, didn't have going for it is that since there aren't essentially every population watching it, like the NFL, the Super Bowl, everyone's watching the Super Bowl. Since they don't have the entire market cornered, the PGA, if they niche themselves, you know, down there, they're able to maybe pull in an audience that the PGA doesn't have, right? So maybe the younger generations, maybe they market towards the younger generations. Yeah, I don't know. They, they, they can be kind of crafty and try to figure it out, but there's opportunities. D, you're the biggest golf fan in the room. Explain this to me. What what's happening? Yeah, so basically... Is Saudi Arabia oil money? Like, what's going on here? Yep. So do you remember 
uh, WWF at the time versus WCW. Yeah. Where the Ted Turner basically decided to start poaching all the wrestlers from WWF. Yep. Paying them big dollars to do so. Yeah. It's essentially the same thing. Okay. So... There's he, been, I mean, back in the day, he was able to get Hulk Hogan to come oh, over. Yeah. Although Hulk Hogan, mm. we talked about this before. I watched <laughs> all those documentaries, yep. the biographies or mm-hmm. whatever they are, I think on A&E of all the wrestlers. It sounds to me like he had a bad taste in his mouth that they chose the ultimate warrior yep. over him. So Hulk Hogan was ready to leave anyways. Yep, he, for sure. They kind of pissed him off. Yep. And um, the other two get, well, we shouldn't talk about wrestling because I could talk about that all day. But, you know, basically it's the same thing. So there, there's been rumblings for years about the tour players. Um, you know, basically they're, they're competing only for the tour prizes every week. Yeah. Right. So they're paying for their own travel. You know, some of these guys are bumping the ratings. Phil Mickelson is definitely one of those guys, you know, just because they are there, you know, everyone else is making money besides that person. That person only gets, you know, their cut of the the prize pool. So it sounds like Liv might be taking more of an F1 Formula One approach. I don't know if you know much about that, but like a guy like uh, Daniel Ricardo, who's on McLaren right now, you know, he probably got, I don't know, a two-year $50 million deal, $25 million each year. Um, I'm just kind of ballparking that. I, I think I remember that that's something like along the lines of what he got. And I think, yeah, I, I don't even know if he's won an F1 race and signing with McLaren. Is, mm-hmm. is that what Liv is going to do? It's going to offer signing bonuses and more stable compensation for the big name drawers and then maybe just a little bonus if they win a tournament like what what, what's going on yep that's almost it exactly so for example so the ones i know off the top of my head dustin johnson uh reported that he got 125 million dollars basically just to sign up i don't know how long that goes for but you know that that's what's reported um what do you think a guy like dustin johnson or phil mickelson now phil mickelson hasn't been one of the top golfers in the game for at least probably five years, if not longer. Yeah, probably. Um, but Dustin Johnson, he was number one a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah. Pretty recently, mm-hmm. a, a, the number one ranked golfer. What do you think a guy like Dustin Johnson makes in a given year in PGA Tour winnings? So I, so it's ballpark. He's made roughly seventy-two million in his in his tour career. And how old is he? Like thirty-five? Thirty-seven, I want to say. Wow. Yep. And so to finish that other thought, the hundred. So he just got paid double that. Yep. And he basically, through the tournaments, can make another twenty five million this year. So as most of his compensation is basically just him being Dustin Johnson. And man, I mean, for you to double your lifetime earnings at a time, you know, D, you're forty two, I'm forty one. Dude, I'm in pain every day. (laughs) (laughs) If Dustin Johnson's 37, like, man, his best days are prop. I mean, he's still going to be a good player for several years. Yep. Um, But, you know, things get more and more difficult the older you get. Absolutely. So for him to double his lifetime earnings, like, that's insane, dude. So, you know, the it's when I was thinking of it and 
you know, this for our listeners, this is a, a 180 from what we thought we we're going to be talking about, which is awesome. But this is uh, this is capitalism. Yeah, it's absolutely. Finest, right. I mean, it's like the NIL deals, right? For yeah, for college football. So eventually, you know, it's brand new right now. It's the wild west. Eventually, these car dealerships and what whoever else is in boosters, you know, whoever else is throwing these millions of dollars in the ring to get these players, they're going to realize that that's a bad investment <laughs> after a while. And it's get and it's going to kind of reach an equilibrium. Um, the same deal with, with the Saudi golf league. I, I don't know the, the details behind it, but you know, if you're paying huge upfront amounts, uh, you know, Phil was 200 million. Uh, um, I don't know what, Bryson and that's a guy is. who I think is playing in the senior tour. Yeah. I mean, he's 51. Mm-hmm. Jeez, well, I, I like your. He's uh, way com- past his best years. Right. I like your comment there about equilibrium. Like whenever you start up something new, like you're gonna pump a ton of money into it up front to try to get every eye on it as possible. Yeah. But eventually, like it, if it doesn't work out or if things calm down a little bit, like things do reach an equi- equilibrium. Like right. it's gonna even out. It's not gonna be crazy. They're not gonna pay these crazy prices anymore. This might be a one year type deal, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And who knows how long the contracts are? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would assume that. You give someone 150 or 200 million, you gotta get a minimum of five years out of you them, think, if not yeah. ten. Yep. You know. So yeah, that, that's what they're trying to do with these big these big dollars <laughs> is they're trying to create comp- real competition with the PGA Tour. But so all these guys who have agreed to sign on with Live, they have to withdraw from the PGA Tour, correct? Or are they allowed to double dip? Correct. So right now. So obviously not a lot of people saw this coming before this year, but right now the PGA Tour basically says, hey, we're we're not giving you dispensation to go and play on the other tour. So you can either leave this tour and go play with them or you can, you know, stay on this tour. And that's what the players are not doing. They're they're resigning from the PGA Tour. Well, money talks, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what it's all based on. So that means – so right now – these players like how, how, how much of that how much of this is a PGA tour greed issue that's the thing right there mark you know i think i think that's what the players have felt for a, a long time yeah that they're not getting the 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 piece of the pie that they should um and when you think when you really 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 think about it there's historic golf courses across the united states but in my opinion it's really only the masters that that really has like the um, unbreakable tradition. Yeah. Right. You know, U.S. Open moves around. Um, the PGA moves around. Championship. Um, obviously the British Open. Um, is, is you know it's a sanctioned tour event, but it's it's not even put on by the PGA. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, you know it's that that's what the Live Tour is trying to do. They're they're trying to create a real um, competitive league that. You know, hey, maybe, and it's all also only fifty-four holes, so you don't have to play four rounds; you have to play three rounds. Right. So it's it's kind of more of a also <coughs> a, a work-life balance for some of these golfers, because I think that's what the the casual fan doesn't realize: golf is work. Like the, the grind <laughs> that these guys have to go through. For now me, it is. To, it's I, a lot of work. Know, right. Freaking hard, dude. I mean, it's it's not a show. The, these guys are working. All day, every day, to get yeah. better at golf, and yeah. it shows. I mean, the 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 level of golf that is being played right now is absolutely ridiculous. I don't I don't think anyone knows how hard it is to do what these guys are doing now. But you know, that's the Tiger Woods effect. 
Golf was a completely different game before Tiger came around, and now everyone is trying to repeat it. So Tiger Woods, there's a guy who will probably never win a PGA Tour event ever again because he's so banged up, yeah. but he still gets the eyeballs. Oh, well, that's yeah. what Like matters, he right? could he could go to live and get an absolute ton of money because Liv is approaching it, it sounds like. Again, I mean, you, I'm just going off of what you told me, but PGA Tour pays if you win. Yep. Right? Whereas Liv is like, dude, we, we know people are going to watch if you are on or mm-hmm. if you're in this event, right? Yep. So we are going to compensate you based on the amount of eyeballs you get. Like that's, that's more correlated with how revenues are generated. Because right. the Ooh, revenues yeah. are generated from you know, commercials that are being run and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's an interesting pivot, to say the least. And the, and the report, well, it's not a report. Greg Norman is basically the commissioner. Yeah. Um, and he said that they offered Tiger high, um, set, uh, high nine figures. So it's- What? $750 million is the number that's being thrown around. And he declined. That's insane. That's the dumbest where, where, decision of where, his life. Where are they getting this money from? I, I wonder. Yeah, that's it's the, it's, it's Saudi oil money, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, I mean, it has. To, yeah, it has to be. I just don't know how this stuff works behind the scenes. But I mean, if you're throwing out billions of dollars to start this thing up from the ground zero, basically, but, like, you're, it's, but it, that's the same as the Yankees giving a stud pitcher a three hundred million dollar contract over it. Their their ten year contract. I, I you get know? that. I get that. But they're still throwing around billions of dollars, even if it's a five year right. time frame. You're right. But, but my question is, is like, was the PGA like not giving them that that much at all? Because if there's if they're able to profit off of this by still giving out this amount of money, when the PGA wasn't even giving close to this amount of money, they they might be willing to just take it on the chin and lose money. The first like ten years, Maybe. twenty years. Maybe. Like, like if you think about it, professional sports franchises back like in the eighties and nineties, D, when we were growing up as little little kids watching, you know, our favorite sports teams. Um, they those owning a sports team back then was an ego move. The owners lost money. It, it was a pissing match from one billion, well, not, probably not even billionaires back then, but from one rich guy to the next. Like, hey, I'm going to go own this sports team that loses money every year just because I can. That has all transitioned to the point where every single one of these professional sports franchises, they now make a lot of money. Part of the reason for that is cord cutting. So, I mean, if you think about it, the only time you watch commercials now is when you're watching like, like either a, a Fox News, Fox Business, CNBC, something that's a live show because you're tracking maybe the markets or politics. That or a live sporting event, even if it's a freaking Cleveland Guardians game in the middle of summer that's completely meaningless, people will stop and they'll watch it. Um, so, you know, a lot has changed over the years, but, um, you know, I just think it's also interesting that it used to be an ego move to own these teams, and now they're incredibly profitable. Like you said, now the Saudis have an ego move here in the U.S. Yeah. Yep, and, the, well, the Broncos just sold, um, I don't know if it's done yet, but it's around $4.5 billion is what the final number is for the Broncos. Jeez, oh Aren't man. you related to him? <laughs> Uh, David, David Tepper, Tepper. Uh, that, that's <laughs> he owns Carolina. the Panthers. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought it was. Oh, that's what you were mm-hmm. talking about. I'm, I'm the beneficiary for the Panthers. Uh, isn't there something happening with, with him? Like I heard him, him in the news recently. David Tepper. I don't know. 
Uh, He's selling something. It was they're trying to build a new facility, and he declared bankruptcy basically on one of his LLCs. Oh, nice! And you well, know, that's cool. He, there's, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Yeah. I, I have no problems with that. I mean, <laughs> you know, when when if you have an if it, it's one enterprise that he has that is you know bankrupt. Like mm-hmm. I, Trump did that a lot, and, and that's just that's just being a smart businessman. Sure. I there's a lot of people that have problems with that. So me saying this may not be a welcome comment. You know, we may get a lot of criticism from this, <laughs> but I have no problem with it. If you are running, here's the thing, man. If I open a business and I pop a million dollars of capital into it and I start making a million dollars a year, I'm going to owe 40% of that million in taxes. Okay. But if I invest a million dollars of my capital into a business and it goes bankrupt, is the government going to give me 40% of the million I lost and say, hey, sorry, you lost? No. (laughs) That's why it disincentivizes people. Our tax code disincentivizes people from taking risks. So the fact that David Tepper took advantage of a a law. He didn't break a law. He took advantage of a law that's in place. I have no problem with it. Sure. I agree. And just so our, you know, for our viewers' sake, Mark is not related to David Tepper. Uh, he does get that question, though, like five times a month. I do, at least. Yeah. yeah. I wish. I wish I, wish I was the be beneficiary awesome. to that, that right? round. If I was related to David Tepper, I'd be the GM of the Panthers right now. Yeah, for sure. Can, can you take Baker Mayfield off the Browns' hands and pay full price and not offer one-fourth of his I thought, salary I thought like he was gone. I thought he was gone. He is pouting in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he refuses to show up to optional practices but now mandatory is beginning and i think in a couple days yeah so Mm -hmm. dude the the deshaun watson outlook is not good it is not favorable (laughs) so baker's back (laughs) so baker's gonna be back in dude honestly i think i I may have mentioned this in a podcast but like the best bet for both the browns and baker might be to march that dude right back out on the field it would be one of the craziest things i've ever seen in sports it might be but dude the browns might be in a situation where they're saying, dude, we screwed the pooch. Yeah. Like we we gave this dude forty five million guaranteed a year and he's gonna go Trevor Bauer on us and he's not gonna <laughs> play for two years. Yep. You know? Baker, nobody wants you. <laughs> but we're gonna give you a chance to showcase your talents for the next year, and we will gracefully part ways after that year. We'll go in a different direction, mm-hmm. but you can actually leverage this as a guy who no longer has a shoulder injury and show other teams what you can do. And like, dude, it, it's so insane to think about it, but it might actually be the best solution for both parties. It's probably everyone's best option. I just don't know if everyone is going to keep a level head about it. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine being Jadavian Clowney coming back yeah. and you're like, Oh shit, dude, you brought that <laughs> dude back. You know, some of the signings we made, yeah. you know. Continue. That's why, you know, I think I think Baker was gone either way just because he kind of fractured the locker room, kind of talked some smack about the coaches towards the end of the year. Um, so I, I just don't think it's possible for him to, to play in a Browns uniform. No. But anything's possible. I, anything's I, possible so I, at I, this point. I got one for you that, that no one's talking about. What about straight up Baker for Jimmy G? I was thinking about that this morning. Like, I swear to God. They, they both need new homes. Nobody else wants them. Mm-hmm. Why not give them fresh starts? Yep. Baker can go and back up Trey Lance. If Trey Lance falters, Baker steps in as the veteran who's got a little bit of swagger. We take Jimmy G. Like, that might be the, and they're both 
their contracts are both really high. Mm-hmm. That that might be the best move. Yep. Man, I'm a genius. <clears throat> I, sh- I should be working be, for you. I'm, I'm a Jimmy, I'm a Jimmy GM. G guy. I, I, I've always liked him. You know, and plus with bad PR for the franchise, everyone loves Jimmy G. Like, I, I think that's something you have to explore if the Deshaun Watson saga continues on the current path. All right, how long have we been going for? Do we have time Probably to cover like 20 any minutes. other topics? <laughs> Probably not, but yeah. we maybe... It was, this was a fun show, though. Yeah, it was. It was a really good yeah. one. Well, yeah. well, some of these we can save for next time. Yeah, if they're, so. they're a little more evergreen. Um, some are a little less evergreen. They're more mm-hmm. timely. But I, I think from a timely perspective, well, we I, had to talk about golf today. I, I already ripped to. up my papers anyway. So good. Like you good. Said, <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.